Sasha. Hey, Courtney. What's a grown-up ghost's favorite snack? I don't know. What? Charbooterie. Mm. We all love meats and cheeses. It's spoop hour. paranormal comedy podcast hosted by two charcuterie lovers this is sasha (laughs) this is courtney all of our vegetarian listeners are like we don't all love meats and cheeses and all of our vegan listeners are like totally (laughs) sorry guys we love charcuterie (laughs) hey courtney hey sasha what kind of snacks do little ghosts like uh i think they like lunch of booze yeah like lunchables not like alcohol at lunch (laughs) I love Lunchaboos. Who doesn't? As always, find us on social media at Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram and email us at spoophour@gmail.com. How was your Halloween? (laughs) Tell us about it. (laughs) It was a Halloween. I had a virtual It was a Saturday. There was a full moon. There was a full moon. There was a I had a virtual Halloween hang. I went as Benicula. My fellow went into my closet drawer of past Halloween costumes, shockingly, did not choose to be Bulbasaur again. I would put money that he had chosen Bulbasaur, but no, he wanted to be an anglerfish. And then I warned him that ah. his head was going to get very hot. And sure enough, like half an hour in, he was like, my head is hot. And I was like, I fucking told you. <laughs> but I went as, did I say I went as Benicula? I made myself yeah, a little carrot. Mm-hmm. I Aww. gave it little X-y eyes and I gave it a little vampire mouth and a little like, sticking its tongue out. I'll post a picture That's on the Instagram. So Oh my god. And then we tried Among Us with some friends. Ooh. And it it was moderately successful, but we discovered it's very hard to play Among Us with only five people because it takes a really long time to find the bodies because everybody's scattered and the ship is big. Oh. So when somebody dies, like minutes would pass. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So it's a challenge, but Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's so funny cuz like yeah, I mean the, the biggest complaint that I've heard from, like, so I haven't played it yet, but I oh, watch a lot it's of the like, memes fun. and, like, play playthroughs, um, and it sounds like a lot of fun. We're trying to get the English department to have an Among Us day. Um, Maybe we can but, play Among Us with our Patreon supporters. They won't judge ooh, us if we're bad at it. Do you guys want to play Among Us? <laughs> but the biggest complaint that I've heard was when Julia's study hall tries to play Among Us, there's only 10 slots. Yeah. And there's, like, 18 kids in that group, so they can't all play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if it, it, it is a limit of 10. I've found with 10, it makes it difficult to be the imposter because you mm-hmm. don't know where everybody is. So you're like, okay, yeah. it's just me and this one person. I'm going to kill them and run away. And like, because of my luck, every time I run away, immediately somebody comes into the room and I'm like, shit. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we played Among Us. We went back to our old standby of Jackbox games. Ooh, love Jackbox. I believe I told everybody I made a spooky castle for mm-hmm. distance trick-or-treating and it was uh-huh. really cute and yeah. I, I wore a mask and gloves and I individually packed little Ziploc baggies of candy and we got zero trick-or-treaters so my house has a shit ton of candy Come yeah they probably you. all went to the neighborhood yeah we had a trunk treat and then they watched Hotel Transylvania and I assumed after Hotel Transylvania they'd like walk back to their houses see my candy and grab some they did not so that's fine not. That's interesting. How was was your Halloween? We went over to our sort of usual friend's house. We've got, like, four couples that we hang out with, and, like, pretty much they only hang out with us, too. So it's our little, like, little friendship circle. 
But we went and we had charcuterie and sat outdoors around a fire pit and it was nice. It was really fun. The hosts made used novelty blood bags and made a blood punch. And Cute. that was fun. Yeah. But yeah, we just like sat around the fire pit and like ate meats and cheese and drank out of blood bags. And Love it. I was a pumpkin queen and Jack was a pumpkin king. Just like the two of us dressed up like royalty pumpkins. It was cute. Solid. Very low-key. Yeah. And then we started talking about New Year's and all of us were like, I think I just want to stay home for New Year's this year. Yeah. And we're all like, yep, sounds good. Yeah, we'll just skip actually, that Because actually, I realized that um, we skipped, uh, Jack and I went and ate New Year's Eve food at my parents' house and New Year's Day food at his parents' house at the beginning of this year. We didn't do anything for New Year's proper. I mm-hmm. fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. And then 2020 was a weird year. So. Yeah. Yeah, I went, to, to I went to a friend's house, and we had a great time, um, but, you know, pretty low-key. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, yeah, it was it was a fun Halloween. Um, regardless, uh, the, the neighbors across the street from our friend um, did up their house very spookily. Um, I didn't take photos of the whole house, but I did take videos of their graveyard, and they had... Three babies carrying a dead body in a bag, and then a tree full of baby parts. And I regret not taking photos of the firefighter, but they had set their basically set their windows on fire using like light effects, mm-hmm. and had firefighting skeletons and trying to get like skeleton little skeletons off the roof. It was very frightening. I love it. <laughs> like those people are working through some twenty twenty issues. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't end up decorating our front lawn mostly because. I had a feeling, I was like, okay, we're either going to get nobody who comes and takes the candy or one kid is going to come, dump the box, and then leave. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to, like, put out our ghost steak lights and our T-Rex dinosaur on the off Mm -hmm. chance that we ran out of candy or whatever. Yeah. Because I didn't want to, like, run out of candy and then, you know, take the box inside and have people ringing the doorbell because it's like, oh, you decorated for Halloween, candy Mm -hmm. please. So I did not do our front yard. And, you know... That's fine. Based on our security camera, much like last year, we did not have any trick-or-treaters, so... Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I don't think we said this. We're on Twitter and Instagram. I did. Oh, we did? Yep. Okay. Yep. I just when, when, I always, when you're uh, editing this episode, you'll you'll, I'll hear, you'll hear. I don't know why. I always black that part out. It yeah. Very specific amnesia. It's it's routine it's so at this easy. point. It's yeah. for me to hear you. So my brain's like, this is not information I need to hold on to because I know we're on Twitter and Instagram, and you can email spookfire at gmail dot com. Did anything spooky happen to you this week besides Halloween? <laughs> not necessarily spooky, but on Friday night. Two of my work friends and I went to a drive-through haunted experience at Workhouse Art Center in Lorton, mm-hmm. and it was corny and not great. Aww. We spent the time mostly laughing out of like secondhand like awkwardness, Aww. and then we got to like the last portion of the like the last tent, and then the like oh it w- it was just a nightmare or was it kind of thing. <laughs> And then we, like, drove around the corner, and then it just kind of let us out of the park, and we were like, that was it? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, like, when you wait in line for something for a really long time, Mm -hmm. and, like, you're waiting and waiting and waiting, and then you experience it, and you're left with that feeling of, that was it? It's not, like, a great feeling. (laughs) Yeah, so, so that was how that Halloween haunt went. And then Saturday morning, the same work friends and I went to D.C. for a... There's this thing called Clued Up Games. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, if you remember Post Hunt in D.C., which was like a big puzzle scavenger solving, hunt, yeah. solving scavenger hunt, or like the idea of like an escape room, but it's all outdoors. And kind of like Pokemon Go, you've got a map that corresponds to the real world with different GPS-activated checkpoints. And mm-hmm. so we had to solve a mystery of why someone summoned a giant fire creature mm-hmm. and who's capable of summoning that fire creature that set fire to the town and how to stop it from happening again before the whole town is engulfed and not able to like come come back from the brink was the answer sacrificing a virgin no it was no. the answer was Spoilers. A stable boy who was very distracted and jealous because his girlfriend thought some other wizard was really cool 
And so in a and way, that it was, was virgin related. <laughs> right. Well, and then it, and then a stolen wand. And the the frustrating thing about this was that a lot of the geofencing wasn't great because we were in the city and oh. the buildings kind of messed with a little bit of it. And so that took a lot of time sometimes to just like unlock a clue, even if we were standing right on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing was that we, I guess, didn't look at what the consequence was for answering, a, like for guessing who did the crime and with what weapon early enough. And and so we wasted a lot of time. We knew the answer at like 11.30, but we wanted to make sure we were very thorough. And so we didn't punch in the answer until after two o'clock. And it turned out it was the right answer. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's a Jack the Ripper one happening in the spring in Old Town. And so yes. I'm thinking about trying that one out yeah. again. Now that I've played it once and I've got my frustrations out, I'm like, I could do this again. And also, like, it. Old Town doesn't have tall buildings. True. So, because it's an old town. It was built yeah. in the 1600s. Yeah. So I feel like the second time I do it would be a much better. It was also very cold yesterday. Mm. So I was also like kind of miserable and my dry skin was so itchy that I ended up bruising myself from scratching too much <laughs> through my leggings. So Yikes. Yeah, that's the spooky thing that happened to me. Also, just the existence of time and yep. everything. a lot of work complaints that I have and coronavirus. So, you know. The usual. Yeah. <laughs> How about standard. you? Anything spooky? Any more dead squirrels? No, thank God. <laughs> I would move. I, not to get too political, because we all know what's happening today, mm-hmm. I made cold calls for a certain political candidate, and it was terrifying, because I spoke oh, yeah. to a lot of rando people to be like, hey guys, how's it going? Was anyone mean to you? Two people, nobody yelled at me. I was expecting to be yelled at. And the fact that I wasn't yelled at made me considered a very successful audit. I called probably around Yay. 50 people. Wow. And yeah, most were really nice. Most were like, already voted, voted for the person you want me to vote for. High fives all around. Thanks for giving me Yay. a phone call. The two people who were mean weren't voting for the other asshole. They just... They didn't like being called because, you know, it's essentially telemarketing, but not asking for money, asking for political involvement. So I get it. But also, like, maybe don't answer your phone. So I just profusely apologized and was like, I'm putting you down to not get any more calls. Okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah. I did also, the spookiest thing of all, I talked to someone who is a single issues voter and the single issue is the 13th and 14th Amendment. And I'm like oh, does that mean you're for criminal justice reform? If that's what you're concerned about, then... And he was like, no, that's not the part. And I'm like, then what the fuck do you... What? Does he... Wait. Right? Wait. (laughs) Oh, no. I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. He just said he didn't want anyone to quote-unquote rewrite the Constitution. And I was like, okay, well, what what part of the Constitution? Because I don't think anybody's really trying to. And he was like, the 13th and 14th Amendment. And I'm like... But isn't an amendment a rewriting of the Constitution? No, it's adding on to the Constitution. It's adding on to the... Okay. Yeah. But also, like, if you rewrite... I don't know. It was a weird... He was a weird Anyway, that probably... Person probably didn't know what the words he was trying to say meant. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I couldn't say, well, one of the candidates, I'm pretty sure, can't count to 13 because they told us (laughs) not to be negative. But I was like, well, the guy I'm shilling for, you know... He's generally more receptive to feedback about his platform than yeah. the other one. So, hmm. Which know. one were you campaigning for, I wonder? <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Go vote Biden if you haven't. Vote Biden, Harris, yeah. 2020. Thanks. Biden, Harris, 2020. Okay, thanks. Bye. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. I was, it was, there was one time I, so at the beginning of the school year, I had to call everyone on my um, homeroom roll mm-hmm. to make sure that they knew, like, where there's or the student knew where to go to like log on for distance learning online classes yeah and I called one mom and she seemed really confused to hear from me and she was like okay well I'll I'll let my daughter know but also can you not call this number um again and I was like huh and she was like I thought I had taken this number off of like my daughter's school records i i want the school to call my cell phone instead this oh. is our landline and we don't really use it we don't answer it because we mostly get telemarketers so it was just lucky that i answered it oh. today and i was like oh okay yeah <laughs> that was so... the, the biggest thing i learned was people will give just any random number i talked to a doctor's office i huh? talked to a couple people <laughs> who had moved out of the state i was calling i oh. talked to people who it was like some sort of automated service crazy oh. yeah Anyway, phones, right? Anyway, 
phone. It was crazy. terrifying. I was yeah. totally expecting to be yelled at. I, I also found recently, like, when I get texts, because I have iOS, if it's, mm-hmm. like, from a v- political, like, volunteer or something like that, it'll give me maybe, colon, and then the person's name. So if they're like, hi, I'm Courtney, texting on behalf of the Joe Biden campaign or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But because of that, I've just gotten used to just, like, kind of scrolling past it or even just deleting it altogether. That one of my, one of Jack's friend's girlfriend texted me <gasps> and... I got, like, maybe her name, and, and then like, I just... delete. <laughs> well, I didn't even delete it. I just, like, kept scrolling, and then this week I had, like, a hundred unread messages, and then was, like, scrolling backwards to start clearing them, and I actually saw it, and was like, hey, this is... Seven I hope cell. I got your, the right number, like, you, you know, and I was like, oh, yep. no, she texted me, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> I saw her last night. She was like, did I, did you get my text? (laughs) Yeah, that was the other bright side of the most terrifying thing I did, which was make political cold calls. They did not make me leave messages because that would have been upsetting. I would not have cared for that. Mm -mm. No, thank you. (laughs) So anyway, what are we talking about today? We are going to play a bunch of games and yep. just be generally silly because it's Tuesday, November 3rd, if you're listening to this when this episode drops, and you probably need something to distract you today. I sure do. I'm Me probably too. at my school right now with two of my coworkers wearing masks and unboxing 2,000 paperback books and trying to shelve them because yay, we got 2,000 books delivered over the summer and we weren't allowed to go into the building and now we're, like, kind of allowed to go to the building, so we're like, mm-hmm. let's just, uh... Do this. Unpack these. Yeah. <laughs> on Tuesday, November 3rd. Yeah. So consider this your Halloween cool-down. We're just gonna keep it light, we're gonna keep it silly, we're gonna do games. I've got some light-hearted ghost stories. Yeah. It's just gonna be a real it's chill be fun. time. You real know? chill time. Real chill real time. Real chill for real people. Yeah. Yeah. Real chill. Real chilling. Real chill, real chilling. And real chili, full of beans. Ooh, yummy. I do love chili, and I do love chili full of beans. I made soup yesterday. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. It was soup Jack- weather. Yeah. Jack is going... I made ramen for lunch today, and Jack is going to sous vide a pork loin for, oh. for dinner tonight. His brother got us a sous vide for, um, for our birthdays. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, we made... Break that baby out. We made a mm. butternut squash curry soup, and then we made... Mm. Grilled cheese sandwiches. That sounds so good. Go with them. They, it was very good. <gasps> oh, before we play our game, oh, by the yes. way, I've been watching Great British Bake Off, like the newest season. Mm-hmm. And last week's episode, they were making pastries and stuff like that. And the signature challenge was about like making pasties. And I realized this is like the first October in a while that I have not had one of your pumpkin pasties. That's <laughs> true. I got, like real sad. Yeah, yesterday when we were making the soup, I was like, usually this is the point in the day where I'd be making, like, Halloween treats for my party, but we're making soup, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, rest anyway. in peace, pumpkin pasties. Someday I'll have you again. Someday. <laughs> yeah. Someday. Okay, so I have my meetup group. One of the other spooky things this week is my meetup group watched Hocus Pocus together virtually, <gasps> and then oh, we had spooky trivia night. So Ooh. I have leftover spooky trivia from the Nerdy Ladies. So you can pick your category if you like. Ooh. So we've got What in the Sam Samhain, which is Samhain tradition and witchcraft. We've got Monster Mash, which is kind of a hodgepodge series of questions. Ooh. A lot of them inspired by previous Spoop Hour topics, because I wrote <laughs> a them. A Monster Mash, if you will. Yes. It was a great al- smash. Yeah. We also have Cryptids and Spooky Figures by Location. Hmm. And we have spooky movies as told by newspaper headlines. Ooh. So, pick your poison. Ho, 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 ho. What in the Sam Hain? I'll what? go with one of those first, because I think that's so funny. <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. This is the hardest category I put together, Yay! but you're in it now. I always forget everything about Sawin, even though we talk about it so much. My brain is empty. Great. <laughs> Soft and empty like a hollowed out pumpkin. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> All right. In Gaelic. Sawin translates as what transitional time? You're already regretting this. I can see it in your face. Autumn into winter. Good guess, but no, No. it's summer's end. Summer's end, that's right. (laughs) Totally (laughs) knew that. Soling (laughs) was the original practice that became what Halloween tradition? Trick-or-treating. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn it around. 
Will-o'-the-Wisp is one name for the flickering lights that appear over a peep bog. What Halloween item shares a name with another nickname for these lights? Do, 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 Told you, you picked the hardest category. Do, 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 My meetup was like, what and the fuck? <laughs> you know what's funny is, like, I should know this. You should. We I should. For I sure talked should. about it. I believe we, have we talked, talked about, about it in Will our first Wisps Halloween and episode. It shares names with it. So it's a Halloween thing that's called something. And the thing uh-huh. that it's called is also another name for Will of the Wisps. A ghost? No. No. No, <laughs> Sasha, for fuck's sake. No. What is it? It's a jack-o'-lantern. Oh! <laughs> My brain is soft and spongy like a rotting jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> or a rotting will-o'-the-wisp, if or you will. Or a rotting ghost, if you will. <laughs> if you will-o'-the-wisp. <laughs> If you will of the wisp, that's what we're calling this episode. Is if you Great. will of the wisp. <laughs> that's my contribution. <laughs> Sasha's gonna see herself out now. I'm gonna say after after today, you'll be accepting applications for new <laughs> Yeah, because Bridget, where are you at? The 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 exit exam. Yep, <laughs> Bridget. Now's your time. I've fired uh-huh. Sasha so many times. <laughs> All right. What nickname for Salwin came as a result of a tradition of playing pranks? De- uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I wish you guys could not, see Sasha's. It's face. not Devil's Night. It's um, it is not. No, it. You're making poop. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No. What do you do on Halloween? What the fuck? <laughs> I, I went and pooped on all of my school board members' porches. Oh, I that's fine. To add that. <laughs> I basically yeah. emailed them an email full of poop, so. Yeah. I, what are you going to do? Con- I've, as October 30th rolled around, I was like, well, it looks like they're not budging on this, so it looks like I'm going to have to go poop on some porches. <laughs> Just <laughs> go on in the black of night. Poop night is not correct. You're poop making... Night. No, oh, oh, mischief night. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I mean, maybe you poop on porches as part of mischief night. I'm not yeah, going to tell you your business. Yeah, like one of the activities for mischief yes. night. Pooping on but it's stuff. not necessarily all about poop. It's just about mischief. No. It's mostly about mischief. Yes. Okay. Peeling an apple in one long strip, then tossing it over your shoulder was a Samhain divination ritual to predict what future romantic information. Ooh. We for sure have talked about this. And yeah, we sure have. It's and also in an episode of Charmed, and I learned an episode of Outlander. Oh, was it about how long your relationship was? No. No. How soon you'll meet your match. No. no. Yours would have been the letter J. J. Just Dance. No. Um, yes, it's it's when you'll next play Just Dance. Just Dance. Uh, when you ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja, when you ja-ja-ja. Oh my god. People at home are like screaming at their podcast player. It's the first letter of your spouse's name. J. Yes, that's what it predicts. No, Jack. Sasha, Sasha, I'm telling you the answer is it predicts the first letter of your spouse's name. That's not me oh, asking you what the first oh, letter is. Oh, it predicts the first letter of your spouse's name. <laughs> I said J, and you're like, don't get it. And then I said, it's the first letter of your spouse's name as the answer. And then you said J. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Soft and hollow like a rotting jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> You're gonna fire me. I mean, she's already fired me. You're I'm just so, here. You're so deeply fired, you poor sweet fool. What was the original purpose of the jack-o'-lantern? Um, to ward off spirits. Yes! No. Yes. Thank you. Turning it around. Maybe you'll keep your job. <laughs> this one's basically free points. Which hunters used to look for certain characteristics or perform certain tests in order to accuse someone of witchcraft? Name three. If they floated... Yep. Yeah. If they could read. Yep. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. <laughs> we don't and like educated women around these parts. Those are like the two I always go for. <laughs> Name literally anything about being a woman. Oh, you had your period. <laughs> Actually, that's not on here. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's like the one. Your hair is too long. You're, you are not good at cleaning your house. Yes, that one will do it. You could have also said being a single lady, being a single lady who owned property, having extra nipples. 
The witch cake test, which we went over and is upsetting. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Having red hair, being poked with a pin and not feeling the prick or not bleeding. Classic floating test. Being forced to recite scripture using usually the Lord's Prayer. Searching for witch marks, which were blemishes or warts of any kind. If you've ever gotten angry with or yelled at someone else. The touch test, where the victim touches the accused witch and, and then the victim says, this is definitely the witch. They would force the witch to undo the possession spell they cast. If somebody else said they were a witch, if they muttered in public, if they were a woman who asked for anything and thus annoyed their neighbors, being a middle-aged lady, spending time (laughs) around children, not spending time around children, being late to church or not attending a service. Literally, almost everything about being a woman. I was like, oh, that sounds like the crucible. I was like, I should have just gone through the crucible and been like, how did each of these women get (laughs) accused? It's true. Do you want to? Do you want to bring it back up? Do you want to do cryptids and spooky figures by location? Um, I. What was the? Well, I like the 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 movie newspaper titles. Oh, okay. Yeah, can we try that one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I'm also bad at cryptids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want to get fired. So this one is a movie I'd used in a previous trivia round. So I'm going to give you the headline that I wrote for the other trivia round because it was better. New student saves town after nearly destroying it with virginity. <laughs> oh god i don't know what, what? You, what i literally just watched it i have already mentioned it this recording session oh hocus pocus yes yeah because he lit the black flame candle and because he was yeah, a virgin yeah. it summoned him back <laughs> child protective services called after young child spends night in pumpkin patch oh not the graveyard book no. That's not a movie. That's a book. <laughs> yes. It's a made-for-TV movie. It's like oh. a TV special. Like like a Disney Halloween thing? Or... Don't think it's technically oh. Disney. Oh, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Yep. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> Child Bride Escapes Nightmare Wedding Courtesy of Adult Friends. Child Bride Escapes Wedding Courtesy of Adult Friends. This it's is also scary. a harrowing real estate drama. Selling Sunset. <laughs> no. Also about um, making renovations on a house you oh, bought. Oh, House Hunters. N- no. no sorry. It's a movie. Right. Uh, Property Brothers. <laughs> it's a movie, Sasha. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Child Bride. Sorry, I was thinking like series of unfortunate events, but It's that's... also a musical. Oh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the musical. I yes. didn't like it. But I also saw it when it was in D.C. in previews, and not yep. when I went to New York, and people started liking it. So I don't Maybe know what changed. Maybe it got changed. better. I anyway. hope so. <laughs> Over-involved mother promotes abstinence in series of summer camp engagements. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this one's I a horror about, movie. This is a horror movie. Is it, it? But it's a well-known one. Yeah, I mean, I can see it's it's the one that takes place at the summer camp, right? Yes, it sounds like our friends' podcast. Remember who scared the children in Michigan? What's the yeah. name of his podcast? There's also Friday one the coming 13th. up in like yes, Friday, it's Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, well, yeah. I said Friday the thirteenth. That's the <laughs> yeah. real name of the movie. We all know yeah. it's fine. I, I was like, I know it takes place at that camp because it we does. went at the at the thingy we did the photo shoot at last year. Yeah. They had yeah, mm-hmm. they had that camp. Mm-hmm. Babysitter's evening ruined by William Shatner impersonator. This is also a horror movie. This is the last horror movie ever. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, this um, is the last babies- one they ever made, and then they were like, "Well, we've nailed that topic. No more." <laughs> A scream? Good guess. No. Babysitter. Babysitter. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie. Oh, 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 oh. Freddy. Um, not, uh, no. Yesterday no, not, was. Yesterday. Halloween. Yeah. Just yeah, the Halloween series. Yeah. 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 This one is not a horror movie. Columbia University researchers found in sticky situation on top of apartment building. Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah. See, you're turning it around. Maybe you won't be fired today. <laughs> it's like, I know the iconic characters and just can never remember what they're actually from. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Boy, thought deceased, dances with, kisses girl before disappearing Casper. again. Yes. And the last one. Famed musician proved a fraud by former partner's great-great-grandson. 
Oh, Coco. Yay! Yeah. Maybe you won't That's be fired. That's for Dia de los Muertos, which is today. Yes. Maybe you'll be, maybe you'll just be on probation. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do one more round? Yeah. Do you want to try cryptids and spooky Yeah, figures? I'll try the cryptids, even though I'm okay. bad at cryptids. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a location. Okay. So for example, one I didn't use, but if I said like Pacific Northwest, you would say Bigfoot. West Virginia, Mothman. Funny you should say that. First one, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Well, Mothman! Oh my god, you're so oh, smart. Oh, I'm so smart. Hey. Hey. Number two, the Pine Barrens, New Jersey. The Jersey Devil. Whoa, children, oh, why are you running? Clippity cloppity. <laughs> Wexford County, Michigan. We talked about this. We've with, talked uh, about this. With Dr. Elisa Lucas. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's not its name. Una is a dog. And Jack is a human. Dog man. There it is. <laughs> Colchester Overpass, Clifton, Virginia. <laughs> Our friend Matt. No. <laughs> Bunny man. Yes. Yeah. Julia threatened to take me there on this past Friday after we went to the haunted path thing, she was like, you know what would be actually scary is if we went to Bunny Man Bridge. And I was it's like, really no. not scary. It's just a bridge in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even look like a bridge. It looks like a weird tunnel. <laughs> I guessed our friend Matthew because um, he was the Bunny Man for Halloween last night. All the cool kids were bunnies last night. Lake Champlain, <laughs> Vermont slash New York. Champy. Yay. This is the hard one. Glenade County, Leitrim, Ireland. We talked about it. It was a featured creature. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the king of the otters. Yes, the big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what it was called? I don't remember what it was called. I just know he was the king of the otters. It's the Darku. 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 The Himalayas, India, Nepal, Bhutan, Pakistan, and China. The abominable snowman. The Yeti. Acceptable, yes. Yeti <laughs> is fine. And... The Scottish Highlands, Scotland. Nessie. Yay! Sasha and keeps Missouri. The job. Momo the fart monster. Yes. Well, yes. see, I didn't put that on there because I knew you would get it, but this was designed for my meetup group, and I was like, if I put Momo on here, I'm oh. going to be accused of having too hard of questions again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, did anyone get the Otter King? No. But no. <laughs> there are a couple people in my meetup group who are, like, super into Irish mythology and, ah, like, Celtic mm-hmm. folklore and Gaelic folklore. So there was a chance that they would know of the Daraku, but they Ooh, yeah. they sure did not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to play Would You Rather? Obviously. Okay. So I'm going to go off of a list from BuzzFeed, but also some of the ones that my friends and I talked about last night. Amazing. Because we started kind of coming up with some, like, off the top of our heads. So the first one is... Someone knocks on your door. Would you rather it be a vampire or a zombie? Vampire. 100%. Can't come in unless invited. Zombie just does whatever the fuck they want. And also, I'm scared of zombies. Yep. (laughs) The second one, which was also another friend-created one. Who would you rather run away from? Michael Myers or Freddy... uh, Not Freddy Krueger. Jason. Michael Myers or Jason? Hmm. See, it's tricky because I don't know a ton about either of them because I haven't actually seen the movies. I just read the Wikipedia pages for that game. So I know Freddy is the... No, not Freddy. Uh, No, no, not Freddy. Jason. Sorry. Jason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Jason is summer camp guy. In the later lore, though, he's basically not human and can't be killed. Like, he goes to space. So I guess I would go for Michael Myers because even though he's scary and kind of like always comes for you, he is a human being. So, like, theoretically, he could be stopped. <laughs> that was everyone's answer yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, um, you can't stop the other ones. So yeah, I will Jason just, go just for keeps Michael coming. Myers. And then I asked, which Michael Myers? The spy who shagged me or the one from the horror film? Obviously the one from the horror film. The yeah, one from like, the spy who shagged me. I was like, if it's just Austin terrifying. Powers, then I'd be fine. We'll just, like, talk about Canada and make jokes. Like, yeah. it'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Um, the next one, would you rather be forced to carve 20 pumpkins or eat 10 bags of candy corn? Oh, pumpkins, hands down. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, I had to think about that one really hard because... Because you like candy corn. Well, I like candy corn. That's a lot of it. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, it's, it's like way too much candy corn for me, but Mm. also like I carved a pumpkin a few weeks ago on my birthday and I guess it's been a couple years since I carved a pumpkin, but I like broke out into a rash. So (laughs) I was like, 
oh no, like if I have to, I'm like, do I want to eat that much sugar that I'll probably have to be gone, sent to the hospital or carve so many pumpkins that I have to be sent to the hospital? Yeah, <laughs> so. it's like, pick your hospital visit. <laughs> okay, would you rather save money but wear something kind of half-assed as your Halloween costume or spend a bunch of money creating the perfect costume piece by piece? This is challenging for me because I like to spend basically no money and have a decent costume. Like mm. yesterday's was bunny ears I already had, and then I painted a piece of cardboard to look like a dead carrot. And then I drew fangs on myself using mascara and toothpaste because I didn't have white makeup. <laughs> it was a better idea in theory that in practice everything tasted mm. really minty. I guess save money and have a half-assed costume. Okay. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that's a really hard one for us, because you and I usually try to still save money, but get mm-hmm. as creative as we can. Exactly, like, still look good, but, like, mm-hmm. not break the bank. All right, so usually my Halloween costumes are based around comfort, because yeah. I cannot be bothered. But if mm-hmm. you had to, would you okay. wear something that's really scary or really sexy? Really sexy. Okay. Because if it was really scary, I would probably be uncomfortable, And if it's really sexy, like, that's not my personal thing. But, like, Mm -hmm. at least I wouldn't frighten myself when I kind of look at myself. I mean, maybe I would, but probably not. (laughs) Like, you scare yourself looking in the mirror when you use the bathroom. (laughs) Ooh. Okay, would you rather have an allergic reaction to your face paint or have a costume malfunction in public? Okay. I have Have extremely sensitive sensitive skin. (laughs) And so basically my life is a permanent state of there's a rash somewhere on my body. So absolutely 100% face rash because I have anti-itch cream out the (laughs) yin yang. And like, I'm just going to wash the face makeup off. I've done it before. Paint myself with my, you know, antihistamine cream and have a grand old time. (laughs) All right. Would you rather see the costumes at a dog parade or a cat parade? Oh, no. (laughs) You have to pick one. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Death. (laughs) I guess, I guess cat, well... Because the dogs are going to be really happy to be dressed up and in the center of attention and everything. But there would be a humorous element because some of the cats inevitably would be getting dragged along and be really sad, which is a little funny. So I guess cat costumes. Okay. But it was really challenging. And <laughs> that I don't was really like challenging, it. huh? What would you pick? See, yeah, probably cat, cat parades, too, because yeah. of just, like, the humor factor. Yeah, the, like, I don't want to be here, and they're, like, on their side doing the bonus yeah, thing. Doing the, That'd be pretty great. Or or they're, like, walking backwards down the parade route because they're trying Ooh, to get yes. out of the costume. Yeah, they, they do the awkward where they, like, just kind of, like, flop around to get out of there, and it's yeah. pretty cute. All right. Would you rather have the same costume as another person at the party or Unlikely. have a co- have a costume that nobody gets even after you explain it? Have a costume that nobody gets. Even after you explain it. That's that's basically my life anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Yesterday we had one friend who had one of those costumes that people didn't get Mm -hmm. even after he explained it. Because you had to have the background knowledge that Australia banned the import of printed hentai from Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A couple years ago, after The Last Jedi came out... My fella and I, I went as a Porg, and he went as Chewbacca. But the problem is, The Last Jedi came out in December. So by the time Halloween rolled around, it had been nearly mm. 11 months since everybody had seen that movie. So I spent a lot of time explaining what I was, because it was not fresh in the cultural consciousness anymore. Who forgot about Porgs? Basically everybody. It was a real bummer. Because I was a great Porg. Porgs are cute. <laughs> right? <sighs> what? All right. Would you rather wear super uncomfortable fake teeth all night or wear an incredibly itchy wig all night? Hmm. I guess fake teeth. Hmm. But I'm not happy. Yeah. Okay. Would you... Let's see. Uh... Oh, would you... Rather wear something that's too tight that you have to keep adjusting or wear something that makes it basically impossible to go to the bathroom. Hmm. 
I guess, basically impossible to go to the bathroom. Because mm-hmm. I'm presuming I would know it's difficult to go to the bathroom in this thing, and it wouldn't be, like, an unpleasant surprise when I really have to pee and then I try to go and there's a disaster. Yeah. So I could, like, plan accordingly and be like, oh, I kind of have to pee, time to make my way to the bathroom to start this process, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Would constantly you- pulling on it, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, please stop writing up. Yeah. Would you rather be uncomfortable and sweaty on a Halloween night or be too cold on a Halloween night? Too cold, 100%. I don't like mm-hmm. being hot and sweaty. Yeah. Being cold doesn't Same. bother me that much. <laughs> Yeah, I usually try to get, like, get over being cold, but yeah. being sweaty is, like, just really hard. Yeah, once I'm sweaty, I stay sweaty, and yeah. because I have incredibly sensitive skin, I'm also allergic to my own sweat, so <laughs> after a certain, like, moment of being sweaty, it, there's gonna be a rash situation. <laughs> yep. Would you rather feel sick from eating too much candy or not have any candy at all? Sick from too much candy. Okay. The teenagers are going around pulling pranks and oh, it's mischief causing night mischief. Again. Yeah, it's mischief night. Would you rather get egged or have all of your pumpkins smashed? Pumpkins smashed. Yeah. Like, I'd be sad about that, but eat much easier cleanup. And pumpkins don't stink as they rot, but eggs mm-hmm. do. And then if you had to go, if you and your fella had to go as David S. Pumpkins and the backup <laughs> dancer, would you rather be David S. Pumpkins or one of the skeleton hip-hop boys <laughs> uh, i would rather be david s pumpkins okay <laughs> any questions <laughs> i liked that all right are you ready for some light-hearted ghost stories i am okay so these come from the guardian fox2now.com redtry.com themoonlitroad.com and our favorite scaryforkids.com mm. scary for kids scary for kids all right so the first i love one. them they're my favorite The first two I have are pretty short, but they are genuinely real things that have happened. Mm. This is particularly impressive for the first one. Ooh. In 2014 in Portsmouth, and Portsmouth is in Hampshire, England, a 24-year-old man named Anthony Stallard went out drinking with friends and decided to visit Kingston Cemetery. During a rousing game of football, which is soccer, they were playing footy, they weren't playing American football, passersby complained of the noise And they were like, hey, can you guys keep it down? And they were like, no. So they eventually called the police. And so the police come and they ask the passersby what happened. And they said that Stallard was pretending to be a ghost. As the police (laughs) spokesman said of the matter, the witnesses reported the group engaging in rowdy behavior and one of them throwing their arms in the air and saying, ooh. (laughs) Stallard was ultimately charged with using threatening or abusive words and behavior likely to cause distress and paid a 35-pound fine, a 20-pound victim surcharge, and an additional 20 pounds in costs. The Guardian headline for this story was Man Fine for Pretending to be Ghost in Portsmouth Cemetery. That's so funny, but also just reminded me of one more would you rather I forgot to share. Pretend to be a ghost in a cemetery? 100%. Or play that football. one of my friends made up last night. Mm-hmm. Would you rather spend the night in a cemetery, like open air, like no tent, okay. or would you rather spend the night in a haunted house? Haunted house. Cool. Because ghosts aren't real, but murderers are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny is like everyone was like, I would just spend the night in the cemetery. He's going to go there. They were like, I'm not convinced about staying in a haunted house. I don't know if I'd come out. <laughs> Bugs, murderers, random kids trying to start shit. Cold mud. People people pretending to be ghosts. People pretending to be ghosts playing football, and then they kick the ball over you, and you wake up. Fuck that. It could rain. Haunted house. (laughs) Roof over your head. Furniture. Let's go. (laughs) All right. So, we're hopping the pond now. At the East Alton Ice Arena in East Alton, Illinois, purveyors can meet Rinky, the friendly ghost who calls it home. Isn't it cute that they call him Rinky? It's really cute. I just poured tea down my front. <laughs> oh, no. I like your earrings, though. Thank you. My friend Courtney got them for me for my birthday. Uh, she sounds like she sucks. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, she sounds like she's amazing. <laughs> According to Larry Thatcher, one of the original owners of the ice rink, Rinky wears an old-fashioned military uniform, which makes sense given that the facility was once the site of a Union Army camp during the Whoa. Civil War. Crazy. So, Rinky sometimes is also wearing a wide-brimmed hat to complete his look. He likes to show up around closing time and watch the process. Like, there's a story where 
the two previous owners were closing up and they had the lights dimmed because they were about to leave and they saw someone standing in the corner and they were like, sir, can we help you? We're, we're closing, but like, do you need something? And the guy didn't say anything. And so they were like, sir, and they asked again louder and then they got a little closer and it was Rinky and then he vanished. Because Rinky's Rinky. a little shy. Aww. He will also set off motion sensors around the place. So like if there's nobody around, he'll just set off a motion sensor. And he likes to have quiet conversations with himself and knock on doors. All right, Rinky, go off. Rinky! Rinky! And then my next two lighthearted ghost stories, I wrote, like, fairy tales. They're told, like, you're supposed to tell them around a campfire, but I thought they would be more fun if they were fairy tales. Aww. So, Mukashi Banashi... I'm just kidding. (laughs) Once upon a time in Blakesley, Arkansas, there was a haunted house on a forgotten street in the oldest part of town. But unlike many haunted houses, this one would emit strange smells when it was doing its ghost thing. If you walked past it during one of these times, you would be greeted with the most wonderful smell of freshly baked bread. I like bread. I know, you can see why I like this one. I was like, I'm listening. (laughs) I'm listening. Tell me more about this baked bread house. Do I get to eat the bread or do I just smell it? (laughs) This made people of the town believe that the house must have been a bakery, or at least the home of a baker. At night, sometimes neighbors would hear music and laughter coming from the empty house, as though a party were underway. Mm. But everyone in the town was too afraid to go inside the house, despite its promised revelry and baked goods. Sometimes kids would dare each other to approach the house, but no one ever made it past the porch. Until one day, a man moved into the town from a distant city. He saw the empty house and asked who owned it. But no one in the town knew, so the house was for sale, for only the back taxes. The stranger, who didn't know the house's haunted history, marched right down to City Hall and bought the property. But once he moved in, strange things started to happen. Weird lights would drift from room to room, odd noises would sound in the night, and the smells of baking would drift from an unused kitchen. And of course, overnight, there were the sounds of a raucous party. Oh... Weirdly, the stranger's wife did not like this. I don't know what her problem is. I'd be like, sweet free bread smell. (laughs) Right? But she didn't like it. And she was like, I can't keep living in this friggin' haunted house. So she took the kids and they moved to a different part of town. After a few more days, the stranger gave up too. He was angry with the neighbors for not warning him about the ghosts. He was angry with City Hall for not giving him the heads up before he bought the house. And he was even angry with the mayor and asked him for his money back for the false bill of goods. But the mayor turned him down, saying, just because a house is haunted doesn't mean you can't live in it. (laughs) This just in, I am the mayor of this small town. You are the mayor of this small town. (laughs) I'm like, I mean, are ghosts even real? It smells like bread. Just take a nap, bro. And the mayor pointed out, you just need to make friends with the ghosts and it'll be okay. Dejected, the stranger started to return home, but bumped into the local pastor first. The pastor started talking to him about the haunted house. As they walked closer and closer to the home, the pastor asked, What's that wonderful smell? And the stranger said, The ghosts bake bread. Huh. And then the music started playing. The ghosts are having a party, said the stranger. After a few more hours of talking, the man's family returned to pick up a few of their things. Then the pastor's wife stopped by, and they opened the windows as they laughed and joked together. And then the neighbors heard the sounds of the living having a nice time for once. So the neighbors came by and finally introduced themselves, bringing some food and drinks. One neighbor brought his guitar and another brought a fiddle. And just like that, the house was no longer haunted by ghostly partiers. Instead, the living had set up shop there. The house seemed contented with this change, and the ghosts never came back. Wow, so they just had to enjoy the house. They did. They just needed to, you know, bring some life and make their own bread and make their own party friends. That's cute. Isn't it? I was like, oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for another one? Sure. Once upon a time, there was a woman who lived in a remote village in the countryside. Every night, she and her dog would go for a walk in the forest. Woof. One... (laughs) I <laughs> like you making the sound effects. <laughs> I had a tape growing up that would do that. And, and it would start out looking for Dracula, looking for Dracula. But I'm not afraid, but I'm not afraid. I've got binoculars. And it would do like the sound effects as you like got Aww. closer to Dracula's castle. <laughs> so like the mud would squelch and stuff. It was a great tape. My mom's listening and it's like, I wonder where that tape is. I don't know. If it was the butterfly <laughs> tape, mom, I have it. <laughs> Everybody else is like, what the fuck is the butterfly tape? None of your business. 
Okay, so anyway, woman and her dog. Every night they go for a walk in the forest. But one night they wandered off the beaten path and came to an area the woman had never seen before. There was a broken down stone wall and something was written on it in what looked like glowing green slime. The message? Do not go into the castle at midnight. Now, what did she do? The woman had heard rumors about a magic castle in the woods before. The villagers told each other spooky stories about the allegedly haunted castle. But the woman was curious and wondered what could possibly be in the castle to merit such strong, disapproving messages. Should I go at midnight? (laughs) Should I go at midnight, she thought to herself. The woman, who once again is probably me, was like, you know what? I should go to the magic castle at midnight. (laughs) In fact, she decided to go that very night. This is how you know it's not a story about you. You'd be like, all right, that's none of my business. That's none of my business. (laughs) Probably shouldn't go. Yep. So that night, shortly before midnight, the woman arrived at a clearing in the forest. There she found the magic castle standing there looking old, dilapidated, and uninhabited. As she approached, she was hit with the overwhelming smell of mold and rotting wood. And there was another slimy green message on the doors. Do not enter. <laughs> but the woman was like, that sign won't stop me because I can't I read. I can't read. <laughs> and touched the front door to open it. It swung open with a loud creak. No. Stepping inside, the woman saw a gruesome skull painted on the ground. Next to it was another slimy green message. No. Do not go one step further. <laughs> Still, the woman proceeded. I can't read. (laughs) I can't read, so it's none of my business. She made her way up the creaky stairs and soon found herself at the top. There was a large oak door with, you guessed it, another glowing green message. Bitch, can't you read? (laughs) No, she can't. It's been very clear. She's made it this far by being really good at guessing. This message said, do not open this door. But the woman opened it anyway. Slowly and carefully, she pushed the door open, inch by creeping inch. She found herself in a dark room. As her eyes adjusted to the gloom, she saw a large oblong box in the center of the room. It glowed with a gentle green hue. There was one more message. Do not open this coffin. But the woman decided to open it anyway. Slowly, she pushed the heavy lid of the coffin to the side till it crashed to the floor with a loud thump. She peeked inside the coffin and saw thousands of colorful chocolates. Yay! (laughs) The story said Smarties, which are generic M&Ms, but I figured Smarties might be lost on us. So I said colorful chocolates instead. The (laughs) end. The moral of the story is always eat what you find in coffins. Never read the warning signs. Mm Mm-hmm. The warning signs are trying to deprive you of delicious, delicious candy. Don't let them, dear listener. You do what you want. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. I have one more lighthearted ghost story. Go for it. And then, once upon a time, there was an old man who always wore two pairs of underpants. (laughs) When he died, his wife set him to be buried, but she was so distraught, she only gave him one pair of underpants. Oh, no. He needs both. Because what if he shits himself in the afterlife? He's going to want that second pair of underpants. After the funeral, the woman would wake up every night at midnight. And every night at midnight, the ghost of her husband would walk through the front door. Every night, the woman would run out of the house and away from the spirit. After a few weeks of this, she moved out of the house to get away from the ghost. But the ghost kept finding her. She moved five times, but every time her husband's ghost would appear to her at midnight. Why is she so scared of her husband? (laughs) Well, because he's a scary ghost. Oh, yeah, but I'd be like, what are you trying to communicate to me, man? I know, but she's just like, man, I'm trying to go to sleep. (laughs) Bro, bro, do you know what time it is? I should have been in bed hours ago. We said death till we part. (laughs) You died. Yeah, you died. Like, get over it. Jesus. So finally, she couldn't take it anymore. Why do you keep coming back? She asked him that final night. What could you possibly want from me? The ghastly apparition stared at her for a long time. Finally, he said, My darling, please give me another pair of underpants. (laughs) 
So the woman gave him another pair of underpants, and the ghost was never heard from again. Oh, my God. I also like this because it means she moved in a panic five times, and every time she brought her deceased husband's undies with her. Right? Because she and just had them on her, her like, maybe he's looking for these. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just hold on to these. Or maybe she gave him a pair of hers. Yeah. Hard to say. He didn't say, say, I need another pair of my underpants. He just said, can I have another pair of them? So. Right. He's a ghost. It's not like they're not going to fit him. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Well, I was going to just say, to follow up on Caitlin's email from last episode about the video game Vampire. Yes. You still have, if you have PS Plus, there's still a couple of days to get Vampire for free from <gasps> the PlayStation. So I made Jack download it so I can try it out at some point. Let's do Monster Mash. Okay. So we're going to do one more round of spooky trivia. Trivia. This is Monster Mash. Some of these questions you may recall from recent episodes of Spoop Hour. I hope so. Question one. What was the first film to feature Igor, Dr. Frankenstein's hunchbacked assistant? Young Frankenstein. Yay! Yay. Sasha's keeping her job. <laughs> In 1897, Zora Heaster Shue's testimony was a crucial piece of evidence used to convict a murderer. What was notable about Zora at the time of her testimony? She was dead. Yes, she was the victim. She appeared to her <laughs> mom in a dream. I think we talked about it. We have, it was yeah. the It's the only time a ghost testimony has been admitted to a U.S. Superior Court trial. <laughs> <laughs> Silver and a plant sometimes called monkshood are folk repellents for what spooky beastie? Werewolves. Not swearwolves. <laughs> See, you're crushing it. You can keep your job for Yay. now. Yay. For now. Mercy Brown, who died of tuberculosis in Rhode Island in 1892, was exhumed and had her heart removed after she was accused of being what supernatural entity? A witch. No. No. We just talked about her. That's what it was. Vampire. Yeah, I was like, she wasn't a witch. And they fed her tuberculosis-ridden heart to her brother in hopes that it would cure him, and instead it made the tuberculosis (laughs) worse. I mean, I don't know that it made the tuberculosis worse, but it certainly didn't make it better. No. (laughs) In the original legend of Sleepy Hollow, what was Ichabod Crane's profession? You should know this. School teacher. One. Yeah. Yeah. I said our, yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Yeah. He yeah. was a schoolmaster, which was a teacher back then. Mm-hmm. When is the witching hour? 3 a.m. Yay. Because I keep waking up at 3 a.m. <gasps> Spooky. I hate when it happens. It always just makes me really uneasy. Oh, that's why you keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. What elusive monster was iconically and allegedly captured on film in Northern California in 1967? Big butt. No, Bigfoot. <laughs> How dare you? I was born way after that. <laughs> <laughs> and the final question in Monster Mash, will Sasha hold on to her job? It is a truth universally acknowledged that a zombie in possession of brains must be in want of more brains is the first line of what 2009 parody novel? The Warm Bodies. No. No. That was Romeo and Juliet. That's right. It is a truth universally acknowledged. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Pride and Prejudice uh, and Zombies. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I've read parts of it, but it just didn't stick with me. (laughs) Oh, I can't read that book because I don't like zombies. When you said said parody novel and I thought zombies, the first thing that I ever thought of was Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. And I know that's Romeo and Juliet, but when... I also haven't read Pride and Prejudice ever in my life, so, like, that... It's not that I don't like Jane Austen. I do like Jane Austen. I just never have sat down and read any of her books. (laughs) It's pretty fun. Yeah. I Um, like the movie. Yeah. It's a (laughs) great movie. I like Colin Firth. I mean, you guys can come fight me, but I like Matthew McFadden as Mr. Darcy more than Colin Firth. I don't care if you guys come fight me. I'll fight all of you. I don't care. I, I don't need to fight. I don't have strong feelings about it. I just like Colin Firth. Like, not as Mr. Darcy, just, I like Colin Firth. <laughs> like, like full stop, just Amazing. in general. That question came about because, as we all know, I'm terrified of zombies. Oh, yeah. And in Monster Mash, I was like, realistically, there should be a zombie question. And so I started reading about zombies, but then I was getting uncomfortable because I'm afraid of zombies. Aww. So I was like, what could I do that's a non-threatening zombie question? And then I remembered that that book existed. Thank God. Yeah. Julia and Steph used to teach it in IB Lit 1. Oh, and nice. they would teach it in, like, October, like, right around Halloween. 
Cute. Then one year, my friend Nikki came to school dressed as a zombie and, like, barged in during the <gasps> class they were studying it. No. I know you would have hated it. I would have hated it, but it sounds like it was fun for the kids. Yeah, so that's it sounds all like it matters. was fun for the kids. <laughs> yeah. If you guys notice, there's actually never been a zombie episode of Spoop Hour. Maybe there yeah. will be someday. I did learn some fun stuff about, like, I think it was in Haiti that uh-huh. to wake to, like, wake up a zombie and get them to stop being a zombie, you just had to expose them to salt, so they'd just, like, push them into the ocean for a hot second, and then it'd be like, I'm back in normal again. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so if you ever see a zombie... I've always wanted to look more into it, but I've never suggested it as an episode topic because I... Like, there's not a whole lot that you could suggest to me that I'd be like, full stop, I don't want to research that. But yeah. I know that zombies are full stop, you don't want to research that. So. I mean, maybe I can, I, I might be able to do it, you know. No, but I don't want to make you. No, I'm don't brave force and yourself. strong and powerful. I can do no, it No, you're not. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you are in most cases, but not about this. So I don't am very yourself. afraid of zombies. Yeah. I, so, my stupid ex, not my lovely current fella who knows better than to make me watch horror movies... My stupid ex was like, this was years ago, you like Joss Whedon, let's watch Cabin in the Woods. It's not that scary. And I'm like, okay. And he knew that, like, my number one big scary supernatural fear was fucking zombies. So we settle in to watch this goddamn movie. We get 20 minutes into it, and it's fucking zombies. And he goes, I forgot there were zombies in this movie. And I'm like, how could you forget there were zombies in this goddamn movie? And then that night we went to bed and his stupid bed was like two feet from the, not even two feet, like a foot from the wall on my side. So not enough space for like me to get out, but like a space for zombie hands to reach up and grab me. I did not sleep. It sucked. (sighs) (laughs) Don't make me watch Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, that guy fucking sucked. But, you know. He sucked for other reasons, not just because he made me watch a zombie movie. But don't make yeah. me watch zombie movies. So, <laughs> happy belated Halloween to everyone. We hope yes. that this episode made you laugh and, like, kind of continue to live the Halloween fun. Mm-hmm. Like we said in a previous episode, Halloween can last until Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, like, it's there's still Halloween. No reason. It's still technically Halloween. Yeah, it's and just speaking, a Halloween cool down to transition right. into the less active Halloween portion yeah. of the year. If you've got like <laughs> spooky decorations, like still up in your house, good. Like that's fine. I was like taking the carved pumpkin like decorations I have that are fake, like just turning them around so they're just decorative gourds. Boom! Because it's still decorative gourd season, motherfuckers. Even if- Animal uh, Animal Crossing. I'm like, I'm just going to rotate them so it's just pumpkins around. Yeah. And then also to to continue the Halloween spirit, we were in the last episode of Boobies and Newbies. Yes. October, October Spectacular. So if you want more laughs today, check that out. It dropped last week. And we talk about a romance novel called My Halloween Heartbreak. I think it dropped yesterday. Oh, did it drop yesterday? Okay. Yeah, because it reco- it drops tomorrow when we're recording. So I think it dropped yesterday in oh, real time. Oh, I thought time. it dropped on the 30th. It was going to, but oh, it did. did. It. <laughs> I did. Oh, okay, sorry. So, that's my mistake. Know. But yeah, yeah. But basically it's already out now. Yeah, so if you want to listen to us yell about Crystal Dildos My Halloween more, heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. Yell about Crystal Dildos and talk about how we move from the back seat of cars to the front seat of cars. Because yeah. apparently I do it weird. Yeah. So... <laughs> Tell us you, how you move from back seats and front seats of yeah. cars. Do you lead with your legs or do you lead with your head? Because I lead with my head, and apparently that's weird and wrong. <laughs> I do it like, you know, if you imagine someone jumping a turnstile in a subway. Yeah. So you, like, I hoist and go. Hoist and Whereas go with my legs first, yeah. I kind of, like, tuck myself in on my side and then, like, do, Roll like, a in. shrimp curl <laughs> to get my butt in the seat. So how do you do it? <laughs> Email yeah. spoofer at gmail.com or tell us on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> And, like, do what you need to do to take care of yourself today. Yeah. That's putting your phone away. Put your phone away. Set app timers if you find yourself doom scrolling. We're going to do the best we can. And yeah. we're going to raise some hell if we need to. You guys are great. Send yeah. us episode suggestions. Yeah. Do you yeah. want us to talk about zombies? I'll do it. I don't care. Zombies aren't real. Probably. Yeah. I mean, those fucking zombie ants are. But that, that can't happen to humans, probably. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, if we if we talk about zombies, then I can talk about, like... I mean, that uh, that would be an interesting thing to help you, like, get over that fear is talk yes. about all the different kinds of zombies and, yeah, like, how and zombies have changed from Dawn of the Dead or Night of the Living Dead or whatever mm-hmm. the first one was by, what, Hugo Romero or 
Uh, yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah. of that name. Yeah. Ramirez. Some, something room the, the horror movie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I don't watch horror movies, so we don't know. <laughs> yes, the one in the mall, which I think the, was yeah. Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. I don't know. But, we you know, like the oldest movie. zombie movie to, like, shit like The Last of Us Part 2. You yeah. know? Like, there's so much variance in zombies that yeah. we could do a two-part episode on it, but do I want to subject Courtney to that? No. <laughs> we sure don't. Maybe we we'll sure do don't. a one episode on it. It's hard <laughs> to say. We'll put it on the schedule. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. So hang in there, guys. Get some good sleep. Go have a glass of water. Be tough and strong. Watch we'll make it happen. movies you haven't seen yet. That's what yeah. I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be watching a bunch of Disney movies that I haven't seen yet. Mostly Cute. sequels. So I did, to watch Hocus Pocus with my meetup group, I did get temporarily a Disney Plus subscription. Nice. So tell me what I should watch on Disney Plus, because I'm Mando. only going to pay them for one fucking month. So I'm going to watch Hamilton. All of Mando. Okay. And all of Mando, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what I should watch in the month I have Disney Plus. So hang in there. Be safe. Wash hands. Wear your mask. Try to get some sleep. It's happening. You're awesome. We love you. We love you. Soft and hollow like a rotting gourd. <laughs> It's me. Hey folks, this is Augie Peterson. You might know me from my short horror fiction on the Grey Rooms in Aphotic Realm magazine, or from my podcast, The Short Stories of Augie Peterson. Today I'm here to tell you about a new audio drama I'm writing, editing, producing, and starring in. Linda Listens. Excuse me? Oh, hey Linda. I, I thought you had a nail appointment today. Well, I was about to when I happened to hear some misinformation come out of that pretty little mouth of yours. What do you mean, your podcast? <laughs> well, I, I wrote it, so it's mine? Is my name not Linda? Am I not listening to the problems my Twitter followers send me and doing my best to answer their questions and solve their problems? It's my show, hun. You better get that straight the next time you go talking into that fancy-dancy microphone you got there. Sorry about that, folks. Linda Listens is the tale of Linda, a middle-aged woman in search of meaning after the tragic death of her family. Once she meets her raucous neighbor, the meaning she finds may be more sinister than she'd hoped for. What the hell are you talking about? What sinister meaning? <sighs> Linda... <laughs> what do you know that I don't? And how you... Get to know before me what's going to happen on my show. You are a fictional character. You can't own a podcast. It's my show. I wrote it. Fictional. Fictional. Oh, I'll show you fictional. Ow, ow, I will show ow, you. What the fiction? Linda. That's my hair. Linda listens. I do her. Podcast from Augie Peterson. <gasps> now streaming wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You cavern fear. I'm going to my <laughs> nail appointment.